Hey, it's me, Sam. This is my podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, today is Wednesday, and I'm here with uh, my friend, my good friend, Jill. I told you she'd be back, and she's back. Um, we were, uh, I think it was a month on the 4th, and so I promptly texted her the next day and said, it's been a month, it's time to go. And um, so now here we are. We're going to be recording again together, and... Uh, I told her, um, okay, so a few things real quick before we get into it. We are, um, we're not going to be doing anything too heavy tonight. No specific topics. What we decided to do is wait until next month until we can maybe get a little bit more feedback, little maybe some questions I'm going to ask on, on, some, uh, on Facebook and on the Twitters um, about some <laughs> any marriage questions or, or marriage scenarios that we might go through because her husband, Heath, has a super important job. It's kind of a big deal. So he's going to be available next month to join us, which is really exciting. I'm actually, Jill, having my first male guest next week. It's, a, it's, it's, it's getting a serious. And uh, he yeah. might end up being the second one. So that's going to be exciting. Heath was so close to being the first. I know he had to. He had to. Well, you know what? Sometimes engineers have to do important stuff. So I can't get mad at him. <laughs> what is he doing? Like building a bridge or something to save people's lives? I don't know. Something super important. And we're kind of dogging him on it, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So what I told her was that real quick. Sometimes I listen through episodes because I know I get to run in my mouth really fast. And I'm like, let me just listen through this, even though I can't edit it. So it really doesn't matter. Um, let me just listen through this and uh, see if there's anything that I said that was super incorrect that I might want to uh, correct in later episodes. One thing that wasn't that was I, I was clear that I was probably wrong. So I don't know if it was actually a mistake. But uh, I talked about how I had just read about some uh, uh, women in a country who were being given the right to drive for the first time ever in that country. And I said I didn't know if it was Iran, Iraq, Sudan, I think I said. But it's actually Saudi Arabia. Guess who knew all about it? My mom, Deb. She reads everything. Did you know, Jill, that I had Lyme disease when I was in third grade? Oh, you do? <laughs> well, I guess, I don't know how it works. There's all these conflicting information do i have it or did i have it you might still have it i still have it that could explain a lot like why i can't stay awake at red lights and (laughs) why why you can't remember anything why i can't remember anything or it could also have to do with the aspartame i constantly chug day after day after day please don't get me started on that oh gosh i hope that's one of our topics tonight oh my gosh but no the reason that i ended up not like getting critically ill from lyme disease is because my mom reads everything and she recognized the rash that i had from the bite as what it was it's like a bullet kind of looks like a bullseye when you get bit by the by the deer tick and she took me to Children's Medical Center in the middle of the night because she remembered that it wasn't just a bug bite. It was, like, really big on my leg. And, yeah, I ended up just having to do antibiotics. I never really had many other symptoms. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I still have it. I don't, I don't, I've never really pursued it too much. 
I'm gonna start telling. I'm gonna start telling people though. Whenever I'm like, I can't remember. Don't be mad. I have Lyme disease. I'm just gonna start using that as a crutch. <laughs> You're gonna get lots of comments on that. Probably. I actually do have Lyme disease. I, I I don't know. I've seen people talking about it, how they had it, and they, and you do have. I mean, I did have to get B12 shots through college, so I think there is some something that kind of lingers on as far as fatigue and and whatnot. But anyway, anyway, so Deb knew all about it. Saudi Arabia, they did approve for women to be able to drive for the first time ever in their history. However. The woman does still have to get permission from either her her husband or father. And apparently it is still legal to kill the women there with just on a whim if they choose to. So still kind of scary, but one step forward, kind of. Uh, So that was that correction. The other thing was I was listening to the episode that I made with my sister-in-law. She was adamant that Heath Ledger was in the movie Ever After. That's incorrect. That is not correct. Uh, it's actually a guy named... I can't handle this guy's name because it's three first names. Doug Ray Scott. I can't take that. <laughs> the man's... And, and Doug... How did, you, how did you come to that? Like, did Heath Ledger contact you to let you know that... Oh, yeah. That? He, from the, he was tore up. Isn't, wait a minute. Not to be disrespectful, but isn't Heath Ledger dead? Yeah. Yeah, from the grave. Yeah. From the grave in yeah. my dreams. <laughs> He came to me as a spirit. We're gonna get, you're going to get comments on that. Oh, my gosh. Just starting off. We're five minutes in already offending everybody. you got to watch out. Try not to offend anybody else. I didn't get any nasty comments from the last one. I thought for sure I'd catch some crap on that one, but nothing came through. Wow, or people were just like, uh, delete. <laughs> delete. Delete from my subscriptions. No more. Yeah, so it wasn't Heath Ledger. It was Doug Ray. And this is the worst part. Doug Ray is his first name. Like, all one name, Doug Ray. Can't. Doug Ray Scott as Prince Henry. I'm pretty sure that was, like, the pinnacle of his career, because I don't remember seeing him in anything else. Hey, Doug Ray Scott is going to contact you. Doug Ray Scott, what is he called? I feel like uh, you've gotten big enough to where this, the, the famous people are going to come out. So, I'm nervous. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, controversial topic, so I'm probably, um, it's pretty well guaranteed I'm going to get a call from Doug Ray Scott. I hope I do. Hashtag Doug Ray Scott, please call me. Um, that's the first thing that I'm doing when I get off this is looking him up on Twitter, and I'm going to let him know that we talked about him. He's like, nobody's talked about me since 1998 when Ever After came out. I'm so happy. I know, you can totally link him to this uh, podcast. Gosh, I hope he's not dead and I'm talking about him crazy again like I just did a Heath Ledger. Gee whiz. All right, I think that was pretty well it. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other corrections that need to be made, but those are the, those are the only ones that I heard when I listened this week. The only other couple things I wanted to say was, hey, uh, 1,300 listens on CastBox. That ain't shabby. That ain't too shabby. I don't know if it is or not, honestly. I have no idea. <laughs> it sounds uh, like a lot. I mean, it feels like a lot. I'm happy about it. I didn't think anybody would listen to it. I also, um, I had someone, okay, so I got I to gotta recant my allegations against iTunes that they were like lockbox, uh, wouldn't let anybody else in unless they had an Apple device. Apparently, that, that's not the case. 
Um, I'm just an idiot, basically, and couldn't figure it out. <laughs> but uh, I had somebody on the Twitter contact me, and it's this, I don't know what you call where it. Where was he from? London. A stranger oh, from London. It could be a male, it could be a female, I don't know. But podcast, oh, podcast. So at podcast, podcast, podcast. Look him up. He has his own deal. He actually, I think from what I'm gathering, he like reviews other podcasts and then gives reviews and things on them. But he contacted, he, she, he or she, and or she contacted me and asked if I was on iTunes. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm like so like inept when it comes to anything technology technologically related and so i said is it can you maybe give me some direction on how i might go about doing that and he did he gave me like a really clear like step by step i mean he he copied and pasted directions directly off of the cast box site <laughs> that if i had any sense i probably could have found them myself but, I mean, yeah, he this person, like, gave me really clear directions. I followed him, and I'm on iTunes, folks. I did it. I'm on iTunes. So, pretty much, if this person comes out of the woodworks, you would have them on your podcast. I mean, I'd have like, them on to, today to sell. Tech, I know. I think I would get the boot, and your new technologically savvy friend would. <laughs> You're out. Podcast, podcast, yep. podcast is in. They help me out. I'm okay with that. I, I'm sure I was, like, convinced there was some conspiracy theory that if you didn't have an Apple device, you couldn't touch iTunes. Now, I will say, you know what it felt like? It felt like when I finally did it, it was like, all right, she's put in enough time. We'll let her in. I mean, it took forever. I kept having to sign in and sign out and change my password. It literally took me half the day of fighting with, uh, with uh, Apple. And then they were like, all right. I guess we'll let her in, because I finally got in. But, yeah, you should be able to just search on iTunes, and then because I was on a roll, I went ahead and got on Google Podcasts, too. They were pretty simple. That was a quick process. But, uh, yeah, both of them, I'm on there. You can, at this point, I think they said 48 hours, which was yesterday, so maybe by tomorrow when I post this. Um, so if you're listening, you should be able to just do a search on both iTunes and Google Podcasts for It's Me, Sam. Uh, here's the thing. I don't know how to track if anybody listens to it on those two things. So, uh, whatever. <laughs> do what you want to do. So, so like, six million people could be listening right now, but we would have no I'd have no point. clue. I would have no idea. I would imagine if there were six million, like, maybe somebody might want me to do an ad or help them make some money or something. <laughs> Probably somebody would contact me, but yeah, I don't have a clue. I got to figure it out. I'm imagining there's some way to be able to monitor how many downloads and things you have, but I haven't got that far. Oh, yeah. So, so what we decided to do today, I pulled up a couple episodes ago. I just went through some, it was like the 200 top conversation questions. I went through some of those on my own. So, I went ahead and pulled up some of those questions. And um, I'm gonna so we're gonna take turns. I'm gonna ask you a question and we'll answer it. And then she has some uh, would you rather questions that she's gonna ask, and then we'll both answer them. Um, just so you know, Jill, on Twitter there is actually a would you rather. Uh, you know, I'm learning about Twitter. This is like a whole Apparently. other world to me. I'm so old, and, and everything is confusing. But I think it's a bot. Are you familiar with what a bot is? 
Yes. Okay. I was not. I'm now. I now am. Because it catches any time anyone writes something like, would you rather, or would you choose, or blah, blah, blah. So, like, when, when I did my would you rather episode, it caught that and retweeted it to, like, all of their followers. So, it's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Yeah, I had a, I had a, uh, I've gotten connected up with a group called Lady Lady Podcasts, I think. Did you know that only 33% of podcasts are hosted by females? Can you believe that? No. No, I actually think that is, I would have never thought it was that low. Yeah, as much as women run their mouths, only 33% of podcasts hosted by females. And so there's this group. I'm I, I, That's probably not even right. I'm an idiot. But anyway... It was like, you know, you can join this group, and they'll, and it's a really neat community. They Everyone kind of helps each other to promote their pod, their new episodes and blah, 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 um, just in general for all podcasts. But this is specifically for podcasts that are hosted by women. And she sent me a message, and she said, yeah, you know, join the Facebook group, make sure you hashtag, blah, blah, blah. Everyone will do retweets, and then uh, you can join us this Slack conversation like I knew what that was and I was like I wrote wrote her back and I said look I said uh I'm basically like an 85 year old woman when it comes to pretty much everything (laughs) I don't know what that is and she was very kind and gracious and wrote back and explained it to me it's like uh it's kind of like if you worked in a company and you wanted to like use a separate app instead of a group text and like you can promote your business within that conversation. I still haven't got connected onto it because you know I can't figure it out, but I'm I plan to. That's <laughs> that's my that's my next thing. Well just put it out there. Just put it out there and somebody will tweet you or something and let you know how to do it. Yeah. I need I need to. Here's another thing. Your people your people are helping. I know, everyone is really, help, like, I, I didn't expect that, I didn't realize that, like, the podcast community, everyone pretty well wants every. it seems that way, I'm sure there's some, like, you know, right. it's always, like, you know, somebody's nasty in the corner somewhere mad, but it seems like everyone is just really motivated to help each other, and, it, and to promote each other, and, I don't know, it's really, I also, today... I answer, there was a, a podcast that asked a question. They do reviews of movies, and they ask a question about... It's, it's really cute. It's called Review and 20Q. So they do a movie review, and then, like, in between or at the end or something, they do 20 questions, just random questions. And one of them was, what animal would you like to have your superpowers, like, modeled after or something? And I'm, like, just in between patients and just stupidly responded liger because my kid I've watched that movie a thousand times with my kids and they picked my answer and then he was and apparently this is in New Zealand this is crazy to me this these people are in New Zealand apparently it's a husband and wife the male host his name is Sam too so he was like I need to be a guest on this podcast it could be called it's a Sam's I was like that's hilarious. Let's do it. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So that would be a great new accent for your thing too, because 
Yeah. You know, I, you've had such a plethora of um, different voices <laughs> yeah. on here that it would be a really great addition. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. He was a, it was a good accent. I definitely had to lean in a little bit because uh, my kids were hollering. I was like, I can't understand what he's saying. You all are hollering. Hush. His accent. But, yeah, it was pretty neat. He probably doesn't even know what holler means. Holler. Holler at me. Holler at me. I can't remember yeah. the name of that podcast but or that uh, particular one. But, yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's some, like, mo- movie review in Q, 20Q or something. But that's pretty neat. Anyway, all right, let's get into these questions. I'll go. You want to go first? Okay. Go ahead. I've been running no, my no, mouth. You go. Okay, I'll go. You go. Um, okay. If money were no issue, what hobby would you have? Um, oh, it would be something travel, like a travel blogger or a travel, something travel. Okay. Sure. Like something on a plane, something with a passport, yeah. uh, Airbnb reviewer, I don't know, I would, something, for sure. Yeah, that sounds and, way cooler yeah. than what I was thinking of, so I'm, I'm considering a change <laughs> to my answer. <laughs> you can join me. Why, what would you say? Like, you get more chickens uh, or something? I mean, I was trying to, like, figure out how to, like, make napping a hobby, but I mean, that doesn't cost oh, any money. Oh, so. <laughs> That doesn't cost hey. any Um, gosh, you know, it's like you get so caught, I was talking with another girl that I interviewed a couple weeks ago, you get so caught up in this world of kids and parenting and sports and running and work, and I, I don't even have any hobbies right now, I can't Mm -hmm. even, like, it's so bad, I can't even think of a hobby that costs money that I maybe would even think about enjoying, um, yeah, I, I would love to be able to travel. Like, if I could, obviously, that would mean I wouldn't have to worry about my job. I wouldn't have to worry about my kids. Like, I'd have a nanny that would right. travel with oh, me, yeah. with my kids. And, yeah, so if money were no issue, I think I'm going to go with you. I'd, I'd travel, on, maybe do, like, some travel podcasts, some mm-hmm. travel blogs. We're getting close, too, I think. Yeah, it's right around the I mean, <laughs> it's pretty much getting there. basically there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh... All right, good. Okay, go ahead. All right. Would you rather give up bathing for a month or give up the internet for a month? Oh, my gosh. I know what site you're on. That's so crazy because you're on the same site that I use when I did my Would You Rather episode of way back. And that is one of the questions that I did. And there, oh, isn't no. There like 300, I don't want to repeat your stuff. I know, but isn't there like 300 you, questions on there or something? I can't believe you took Yeah, and so I much. thought it was down far. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I said, though, and I'll say it again because I, I think I pretty well. Was it It's bathing or the internet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could do both, no problem, except for my hair. And I don't think you have this issue. My no. hair produces approximately a quarter of a cup of grease every day. <laughs> So, I mean, I use dry shampoo. I'm so thankful. I'm just now, within the past six months, able to go a third day without, which technically it's only a second day, I guess, without washing my hair. It used to be, before before I really got on the dry shampoo cha- train, I, I mean, it, I had to wash it every day or it was just like stuck to my face, grease. Um... But yeah, other than that, I don't really care about either one of them. I'm cool. I'm cool enough. Uh, yeah. 
But my hair would be, it would be really tragic. I'd probably have to shave my head. Well, okay. What do you say? Oh, for sure. I would rather give up. I don't remember what the question was because I've moved from it. But I would <laughs> so much rather not shower. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I hate it. I think it's a, I mean, it's not a waste of time because I understand the purpose. But right. I I don't wash my hair very often. Today, um, my friend Pam went out to lunch. I took her out to lunch for her birthday. And she was like, oh, my God, you washed your hair for me. Um, like people recognize that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you, that's what I'm saying. Your hair, your hair type, you could probably get away. Like, there's girls at my church that have real heavy, thick hair, and they, they wash their hair once a week. I, I, I can't do Oh, that's a good month if it's once a week. My, my oldest, who has, he has this amazing, thick, really long hair, he washes, he washes it once a month. Oh now, my gosh. He rinse, like when he takes a shower, he rinses it. No, yeah. well, he rinses it and then he puts conditioner and coconut oil in it, but he literally only puts shampoo in it on the first of every month. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. even explain to you what my hair would look like. I'd be squeezing the grease out of the end of it. I mean, it's just so gross. <laughs> my head produces. I, I think I just gagged in my mouth. Yeah. It's disgusting. But it's like, terrible. But I also think that if you train your hair, it stops doing that. Well, it does. And that's absolutely right. And you got to stick to it. you got to commit. Uh-huh. Because it took, like I said, I mean, there was a while where it was hard for me to even get through the second day. It'd be greasy by the end of the second day. And then now, and the thing that I love, too, is that my hair is like, on the day that I wash it, it is so fine and so straight. Like, I can't do anything with it. But by the third day, it looks like it's totally different hair. It's like, I can curl it, I can, it's wavy, it's real thick, and, and vol- I mean, because it's dirty, and it's got a half yeah. a bottle of dry shampoo in it. It's got a real, uh-huh. it's got a real heavy white cast on it, too, of the, from the dry shampoo powder, but I don't care. Anyway. Okay, so you're saying I need to go to the bottom of these questions because you've already done a lot of them. Yeah, not my. I can't remember where I, I kind of jumped around, but I mean, if you do another one that I did, that's good. I want to hear your answer, so I'm not worried about it. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, what do people think is weird about you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that I I don't shower. No. Um. <laughs> My mom, my mom's mortified right now. She's um, so I think I think people think it's weird that I'm not cons- like that I don't worry or that I don't get overly concerned about things that most people do. I think people think it's weird that like I'm not, not super concerned about my children's safety. Like I don't I don't worry about things like that. Like I just. Like, there's, I just feel like there's not a whole lot I can do about some things. Like, obviously, I'm going to be smart and parent wisely. Yeah. But there's a, a lot of things that I, I don't have control over. And so I, I don't worry about, like, to me, it's so pointless. And if I do start to worry about them, I just have to kind of talk myself down off the ledge. But I don't, I think a lot of people think it's weird that I seem, I seem nonchalant about my parenting or about protecting my kids. I am like, the extreme opposite of a helicopter parent like my if my kids get hurt they ask for their dad like 
they just like, <laughs> when's dad going to be home? Like, <laughs> just, I just like, I don't, yeah, my, my kid had a broken arm for I don't know how long. Because I'm like, you're good. You're cool, um, dude. Shake it off. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely broken. So, I don't, I mean, I, yeah, I think people, I think in general, people think that's strange. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I want to be that person. That's my goal. But I'm, uh, <laughs> That's my goal for my kid to have a broken arm and nobody know about it. I yeah, that. I mean, that's, like, life goals. No, yeah. my goal is to be less scared and less paranoid. And I think I contain... I'm not, though. I mean, I'm maximum paranoid. But I think I contain it fairly well. Um, but I do... I do... Like, I... Uh, what was it? Last couple weekends ago, we're at Kings Island... And Charlie wanted to ride some, like, roller coaster that I didn't want to do. And I knew, like, my six-year-old, she wasn't even old. She wasn't even tall enough to be able to do it even if she wanted to. And it was pretty far away. And we'd already been there for, like, six hours. And my feet were killing me. And it's 100 degrees. And I was like, but I knew, he knew how to get to it. I knew where it was. And I was like, look, dude, we're going to sit right here at these tables. Go for it. Like, we're going to get some Subway chips and a soda. Go on and do it. And so he did, and my my heart raced the entire time. It's terrible. Huh. He's about to go to camp for the first time. Oh yeah, so as well for a whole <laughs> week. Same age. I see. You still should be living next door. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> for a whole week away from me, and I I'm probably going to end up at the camp. I'm not lying. I'm not. No, you're not. Oh my gosh. I don't know what I'm going to do. He's never been away from me. Like, a couple nights here and there at my parents' house. One week, I went to Haiti. He was with my parents. I was away from him then. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. People, because kids, you know why? It's not so, like, I'm nervous. He's, I'm confident in him. But kids do stupid stuff at camp. And the, the level of supervision is not usually very high. I just, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I'm, I just know what I used to do at camp. I used to run wild and just be stupid. But, but if you were there, what difference would it make? Well, I don't know. Maybe I, he wouldn't make as stupid of choices if he knew I was there. I don't know. Probably not. It's just a, just a question. <laughs> <laughs> like, right now, all three of my children are gone for the week, and I am already sad about Saturday coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was just, that's so funny you said that, because I feel that, I feel that, like, it's, it, there's no, there's no real middle ground for me. I feel that a lot, like, I, I when the more in the morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get them to the sitter, and then as soon as I walk out, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get them back, but then when I have them back, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for them to go to bed. <laughs> Terrible. We love our kids, people. We love our kids. Um, but parenting love. is hard. I'm actually really excited because I talked to you the other day. I'm going to get to the answer to my question about what do people think is weird about me. I promise. But uh, I talked to you the other day about how I just kind of sucked it up over the weekend and, and just was terrible and had a major self-pity, multiple major self-pity moments and just frustrated that I can't get outside and work on my house and things like that because of all these kids. And, uh, 
out of nowhere, this girl at my church who's watched my kids on and off before, she called, she's from Texas, and she was like, hey, can you, uh, is there any time that you need any help with the kids? I was like, yeah, right, like right now, what do you want me to bring them to you? No, but she's gonna, I, I normally am off on Fridays, and then we just have a three-day weekend, and then so by Sunday, I'm losing my mind, and, uh, she's gonna watch them on, the babies on Fridays, so I can, like, do, like, Yay. maybe just a half a day, even, like, do some work in my house, you know, I was up on my roof one day last week cleaning out my gutters, my one-year-old's just running wild, and I'm, like, watching her, I'm watching, I'm supervising her from my roof, that's not, that's not safe. That's not good. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to try to... Uh, I no. mean, from where I sit, that sounds fine. I but, mean, the um, picture, to be clear, I'm sure my caseworker listens to these. She's probably going to be over here in a minute. My uh, my six-year-old and 11-year-old were also watching her, but... And she is almost... They're very responsible. I'm nervous. My, I, You know, I got high anxiety, so it just stays high. I went to the doctor once because I couldn't breathe. I was having a real hard time breathing. He was like, yeah, you're in a perpetual state of panic. You need to calm down. <laughs> nice. I was like, okay, well, that explains it. Anyway, what do people think's weird about me? Um, all that you just said. Uh, all of that. And uh, I, I think people think it's weird that I don't drink water. Like, I probably am at the age that I should be out of this phase of drinking soda all the time. And, like, accept the fact that water is good for me and I need to be drinking it more. But I'm just not there yet. I'm just not. I don't really think people think that's weird. I think most people agree with you. People make comments about it all the time. Oh. I should. All right. Well, then you need to move to the south because it's pretty normal here. Okay, well, I knew, I know I need to move to the south. People are mean or mean as hell up in Ohio. Just mean, hateful. Uh, Charleston has rated the friendliest city in America. So, oh gosh, this is a perfect example of Ohio being mean. On both, like I'm from Ohio and I was mean, and the woman, like if they wanted to make a brochure and there be a soundbite, this is what it should have been. I sat in the line today for Wendy's to get some to get a sandwich or whatever. For like 10 minutes, I get up to the window, there's a, a piece of paper that says cash only. So she says, you know, hello, uh, welcome to Wendy's, uh, can I take your order? Just as a note, we're cash only. I said, that's probably something you could advertise before I waited in line for 10 minutes. I'm, a, I'm terrible. I'm a terrible person. You're the mean one. I, no, no, but over here, so that was mean. And then she responds with... I guess that means you're going to get out of the line then. I was like, <laughs> oh, I did. I just peeled out of there. Hashtag. And she would have said, I am so sorry about that. No, oh, yeah, no, no. She was like, I guess that means you're going to get out of the line then. We're doing the best that we can. I was like, oh, and I just peeled out of there. Hashtag Ohio. Right there. Put it. That's why people, that's why half of South Carolina used to live in Ohio. I believe that. I believe all that. Moving here. This is the other I thing I said name, about. I can name fifteen friends right now that are in my church that are from Ohio. Oh my Shout gosh! Weinbergers, Crosby, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Evans, got y'all. I mean, all of them. I believe that because this is the thing about Ohio too. We're having the same hot temperatures that y'all do, 
some probably hotter sometimes. Yep. But when the winter comes, y'all might get down into the 40s. Maybe it snows once. No, no, no. We drop to the negative 40s. We don't care. Yeah, like, no. That's it, we not don't, okay. We don't get to enjoy the, like, it's, it's, it's. A god ungodly hot in the summer, but it also will be terribly cold in the winter. It's, there's no, yeah, there's no breaks. Nothing. Anyway. You know, I was born in Ohio. Were you really? Yeah, I was born in Dayton. In Dayton? Xenia, and I lived in Dayton. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. my gosh, that's right in my back door. I know. Crazy. Anyway. I'm sure. Remember but, what I told you about yeah. not giving personal information because people are going to be at my door with axes? I know. And not the kind that you but, throw? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> but Jesus intervened and got me out of there. So, it's fine. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Go ahead with your would you rather. I'm ready. Okay. Here's a really good one. Are okay. you ready? Yes. <clears throat> I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't even know if I can ask this without laughing. Hold on. Would you rather someone secretly give you LSD on a random day and time once every six months or have everyone in the world take all the LSD at the same time once every five years. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. What now, <laughs> everybody in the world, like we're talking kids too. Everybody in the world. Everyone in the world all take LSD at the same time once every five years. Like, get it out of our system. Yeah. It's over. Okay. Or just randomly every six months. You get a, you get yeah. a little hit. So here's you get a couple. A hit of LSD? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's a couple of factors. This okay, is a self disclosure. So. I've never done any illegal drugs. Never. Okay. I've never yeah, even. I've never even like held marijuana in my hand. That's how big of a right? square I am. No, I'm with you. So I don't exactly. I mean, I know. Isn't LSD like a considered like a psychotro like a mm-hmm. like yes. mushrooms kind of? Situation. Yes, I remember that from Dare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dare, yes, Dare. <laughs> oh, man, I wanted that coat so bad. Oh, I'm still mad about it. Did y'all have that? Or the kid? <laughs> I wanted that coat so bad. It was so shiny and silky. I wanted it. Oh, yeah. Tag on it. Um, okay. I think I'll take it once every six months because why not? I mean. I feel like I feel like if I agree to something like that, my job's gonna be like, oh gosh, okay, it's Samantha's LSD day, leave her alone. And then I'm just gonna be hopefully like really enjoying it. The only thing that makes me nervous though is just because of the way my life goes. And this is one of the reasons why I've never I like I've not had a lot of opportunities to even say no, but I've always said no because I'm convinced that I'll have an adverse reaction to anything I touch. What if you what if you take it the day you're your caseworker's coming. I'll be like, whoa, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Bump, bring me all the kids. Um, no, you know how I've heard people that when people use marijuana, they can become very super paranoid and, and like have really bad reactions to it. Like you don't get chill at all. You just like, or think everybody's out to kill you. That'd be me. So like if the intended purpose of LSD is to like trip out and, and feel very like chill and cool, I'd probably be, like, calling the FBI, reporting conspiracy theories or something. <laughs> That'd be my reaction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, okay. that makes me nervous. What do you think? 
Okay. I mean, I definitely would say everybody every five years. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just think it would be. I don't know why. I don't know what would happen. I'm. I mean, I would welcome for people to tell me what would happen if everybody did LSD at the same time. But I just, in my I head, like, it become like one big Woodstock. Yeah, and a lot of crime, maybe. Like, a, probably oh, maybe. a lot of like... But it would only be one day, and then it would be over. Yeah, a lot of cleanup. We're going to need a week to clean that mess up. Because it's going to be... I would just rather everyone experience it together. I just, it's just a community thing. That's it. <laughs> Come together. Come together. All, yeah, all together. Oh my yep. gosh. Okay. okay. Alright, what's the That one's boring. I'm not asking that one. Um okay, what do you regret not doing or starting when you were younger? What do I regret not doing or starting? Okay. Okay, so first of all, let me just say that I, this regret is one of my pet peeves about our culture. I feel like we live in a culture, like, if you were to watch some talk show and somebody says, you know, I hear that you and so-and-so got divorced, you know, do you regret that? Like, our culture has this concept of no regrets. Like, I don't regret anything because it made me who I am and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that's crazy town. Like, I think you can regret things so I do have quite a few things in my life that I regret either doing or not doing, but I would say one of the big ones was, um, um, my, I don't remember what year of college it was like fresh or junior year of college, Bart Campolo came and spoke to our school. And he talked about his inner city Philadelphia ministry. We had this great conversation. He was super excited about me joining him. And I allowed outside circumstances convince me to not go. Mm. And I, I think that's one of my biggest regrets, not sewing into that ministry and spending that year. Because it didn't make sense. Like, everybody's like, you're almost done with college. Like, just finish school and go and do and, you know, wrap that, you know, wrap it up and then go do it. And I know, I know that I was supposed to do it that year. I was supposed to be with him. I was supposed to do that ministry. Now, I can also look at that year and see all the things that I accomplished. I actually met Heath that year and all that. So I can, I ended up not graduating, which is a whole nother podcast. But, like, <laughs> it kind of spiraled me into this whole thing of, like, maybe guilt and, maybe guilt, maybe, like, regret. Maybe it just spun off for me and I was frustrated and depressed that I didn't make the right choice or that I let people talk me out of it. So I think that was, I think that's one of my big ones mm -hmm. when I was younger. So, yeah. so it would have meant taking a year off of school. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There is so much just, and I don't understand it. Like you're 21. Who says you can't take a year off and right. then jump right back into it? But there is so much anxiety and just panic around an idea of like like even mid mid uh, education taking a year off I, you know what's changed my perspective on all of that is working with old people 
Because when I meet with someone who's uh, 80, 90 years old, and then I think about somebody being worried about taking a year off when they're in their early 20s, I'm like, do you realize you have 60 years of your life potentially left? Right. 60. Take the year off. Yeah. It's not that deep. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it would have totally changed the perspective of, I think it would have changed the perspective of ministry for me. It would have changed what I did. And looking back on it, like he was just playing the Gardner Web. So I would have, I would have met him later. I mean, I would have, it would have been, you know, a couple weeks on the road, but I would have met him. I don't know what it would have happened. We, I don't know. We might not have gotten married, but I, I don't know. Just looking at it now, I'm like, that was dumb. But that's also an example of how God works everything out for good. Like, even the stupid choices you make when you're directly disobedient when he tells you to do things that you just throw off and you ignore. Yeah. He still decides to make pretty out of it. Um, so. Yep. Yeah. I think that's one of the I'm trying to think. for me. I'm trying to think online, I'm sure. I, I live in a full-on state of regret pretty well every day in my life so i have no problem with feeling regretful um let's see i let me take it all the way back to when i was young um i think <clears throat> and i don't know how i could have done this any differently because i didn't um like, I, the reason I chose, and I'm going to answer it, but the reason I chose social work as a career was because being a doctor didn't work out. I was bored with education, and I literally opened a paper and saw, and I told myself, I'm going to choose whatever job there are a lot of postings for. This is when there were still, everyone was still posting classifieds and papers. Um, it was a time, we had a little technical difficulty, but we got it. We're squared away. Um, so anyway, I was saying it was a time where, you know, people were still, there were still classifieds, newspapers, all this thing. So I remember sitting in my dorm room and opening up the paper and I've talked about this before, but looking and there just happened to be a lot of like group home and counseling and positions posted. And there was all these things about social workers and I, and like so all these social work positions. And I, and I knew that I needed to get a job to where I could start working right away. I'd like, I didn't want to have to. I couldn't afford to do any type of further education past my bachelor's. I knew I needed to be able to work and, like, support myself fully as soon as I was done with college. And these were all, like, bachelor's level entry positions that were full, like, full-time salary. Anyway, so that's why I chose social work. Now, obviously, like, it's it's exactly where I need to be. I, I, I don't, I could never, I don't think I could ever do any other job. But what I regret is... When I took, like, you remember, like, a guidance counselor would give you, like, this checkbox quiz thing to help you to figure out what your career should be based on your interests, and then... Sure. Yeah, yeah, I remember doing one in college a couple of times, too, and uh, every time that I did them, my results were, like, priest, chaplain, pastor, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't know what to do with this, and so... I had yeah. just said, like, my whole life, as a child even, that I was going to be a pediatrician. Like, I love children, and I just, in my mind, like, I was really good at science and math in high school, so of course I was going to be fine to be a doctor. That's not true, by the way. It's not how it works. Um, 
it, so anyway, I went to a super conservative church. Definitely no women in ministry or doing anything other than teaching the nursery. So I, I regret that I didn't know or I, I didn't even... I wish that I would have had somebody or something or some tool or someone encourage me or something come along or that I would have pursued it more to chase after like what those tests said, like to become a chaplain or to pursue women's ministry. Those kinds of things have kind of taken off even in the past 20 years, like women's ministry and women speakers, Uh some of these big conferences that are all over the country and stuff. So that's a regret. I think I have, I, there's a, um, chaplain, I just started working for a hospice agency and there's a chaplain there and I think I'm going to talk to him. What I don't know. Do you have to go to seminary to be a chaplain? Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's probably helpful. Like, I don't know that you have to have a seminary degree. Yeah. Like, some of the classes that you could take in seminary would probably be helpful. Yeah, yeah. I think you just have to be ordained. Oh. Huh. I don't know. I'm going to talk to him and see what, he, what he's got going on. Because it still kind of nags at me. I still kind of think about it. So, anyway, that's mine. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. I'm sure I, right. I regret. I'm sure I'm like, I regret my. I'm, I regret my career choice the past 15 years. There's your answer. <laughs> Excellent. No, <laughs> so I'll tell you this: if you're a All Christian right. and if you're a Christian and you want to be a missionary, but you're not really, you don't really feel like you you're you're, you're led to like. I think our not you know there's more so domestic missionary work now, but there's uh, still at least when I was growing up, it was like you weren't a missionary unless you got on a plane and went to Africa. But if you want feel like a call to like be in people's homes and be active like in your community and be in your community and be, I'm telling you, social work, home health, child welfare, like anything where you have to do home visits, it's the place to be. I have a conversation about Jesus with patients. Almost every day. And it's a really, like, organic... I hate saying that. I hate when people say this. But this is all that... This is exactly what it is. It's very natural. Like, they... You know, and old people are more inclined to talk about God and stuff. But... So... It's kind of like my, uh... My mission field kind of deal, I guess. I don't know. I love that. I'm a missionary to geriatrics. My favorite. (laughs) I mean, somebody's got to do it. And they're crazier than anything. They need Jesus. I'll tell you that right now. That's right. All right. What's your would you have? Are right, you ready? ready? I'm ready. Hit me. Would you Would you rather to travel the world for a year, all expenses paid, or have $50,000 to spend on whatever you want? Oh, my. I got to travel. Because here's the thing. If you yeah. give me $50,000, I'm going to use it to pay bills. Even though that's not necessarily what I want to spend it on, that's what I'd spend it on. I wouldn't spend it on anything that I necessarily want. I'd have to try. I'd, I'd have to travel. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Where's the first place you would go? Oh, man. You know, uh, what was it? I watched... Oh, gosh. Not... not 
was it not Fiji? It's over in the South Pacific. Super like hippie island. I'm thinking Bora Bora, but I don't think that's right either. Even though, no, no, I did saw, I did watch a YouTube video about Bora Bora, and that looked amazing. The people that were making it were like, this is so, like, reclusive and so contained. Like, we don't ever see anybody. It's, if you want to be somewhere where there's not really any social scene, and it's just you and the beach, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's my style right there. <laughs> exactly what I would yeah. like. Um, but there's also, like, I, I mean, I've never been to, like, Europe, or I've never really been anywhere in that direction. Mm. So, I mean, I could go anywhere and be perfectly content. Yeah. Yeah. yeah where where no. would you go? What do you think? Um, I mean, obviously, so, like, I could see myself starting in the South Pacific and just working my way back. Yeah. Um, but funny because he's and I are um just like two and a half years out from our um well three years out from our 20th and so we've been kind of planning what we want to do and we've really been thinking about like Greece and about like Mykonos and and Santorini and all the islands and just spending a couple weeks bouncing around the Grecian islands so um I definitely have Europe on the brain right now which is random because I'm normally like just put me on a beach and pick me up later but yeah um yeah I mean I do think if I had a year I would be really strategic but I think I would start there and just work my way back and then hit Asia and you know just yeah gradually yeah I'm doing my hand in the motion right now yeah (laughs) I know that your people can't see me but I'm actually um kind of using my hand to track it so (laughs) I'm following you no, I mean, I think I the could even, motion. I've never seen the Grand Canyon. I mean, I could probably spend a solid month, just or two even, two or three months just here in the United States. There's plenty of things here in the United oh. States that I haven't seen that I would love, I need to be able to see. For first. sure. Yeah. For sure. So, yep. listen, our country is a bomb. i got to get out there and see Let's more stuff. Let's just quit our jobs. Let's quit our jobs and get on the road. You know, I've been looking for a van and a... Uh, I came across this, it was like a short bus, like an elementary short bus that somebody had converted into a mini house, and it only had like 10,000 miles on it, they were asking like $4,500 for it, it was really nice, like I'm talking cabinets, a double bed, like a a partition wall, like really, and I, I wanted to buy it really bad, I was trying to make it work. Because I'm like, if I buy this, we could just go and travel and do anything and not have to worry about hotel costs or, you know, anything. We could cook our own food, have a little stove top, the whole deal. But I couldn't figure out how to totally just. That's so. Yeah, it sounds like really close quarters for five yeah, of you. For well, five of you. Um, tight. all right. Here we go with the next question. This is really serious, and I just want to prepare you for it. I want you to be prepared. What would be your spirit animal? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I should first tackle the topic of animals, I think. And 
I'm I'm an animal liker. Yeah. Um, yes. I, I appreciate the animal. Uh, uh, in fact, I believe my friend Stacy just said I have garlic in my soul about animals or <laughs> dogs in particular. We're on the same um, page. We're on the absolute same page. Carry on. I don't. I don't want a pet. I can barely keep my children alive. I can't. Yes. I can't balance one other thing. Um, some people at Heath's office pretty much said we were not great parents because we didn't give our fan, our kids the responsibility of taking care of a pet. <laughs> um, yeah. How about they take really... care of themselves? And then we'll see about getting a pet. My goodness. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'd be taking care of the pet most of the time. In fact, I will say that the dog sat a couple times for this great dog. I mean, if I was going to have a dog, Sweet Rucker would mm-hmm. be the dog. And he was awesome, but he only wanted me. Only. Mm-hmm. So the kids were like running from school. Can we take him for a walk? Can we? Th-? Mm-mm. He would wait for me to walk out. We have a fenced-in backyard. That yeah. dog would wait for me to walk out on the back porch. I would go to the bathroom, and that dog is sniffing under. Listen, my kids do not follow me to the bathroom, and so I have never had. The- I had to shut the door from the dog. Yeah, ridiculous. Dogs I know. I just, I just don't. I mean. I know it sounds harsh to say that I don't care. I'm not mean to animals. I actually pulled a turtle out in the middle of the road not long ago. We had a bird that fell out of a bird's nest in our carport. I was very concerned about the bird that apparently was nabbed in the middle of the night by some animal. But all that to say, I'm not hateful or mean to them. I just don't need them in my life. I don't. And so I don't think I have a spirit animal. In fact, I think most animals... Really, probably wouldn't want anything to do with me either. So, um, <laughs> it might be something in the ocean, like a dolphin or something. Oh, I knew, oh my gosh, I'm about to die. I knew it. We're are just, you going to say the same thing? Uh, mine is dolphin, which is, it's, okay, it's stupid because I'm not that kind of person. Like, oh, dolphins. I Like, I'm not, I would never, like, people have dolphin tattoos because they, they're crazy about dolphins. Not me. I am. Uh, I'm the same as you. I, I. I'm a liker of animals. Like we have chickens. I like them. I appreciate the eggs. Uh, we have a couple of roosters that I really like. Appreciate that they're beautiful. They're really, really pretty. They have like these rainbow colored, giant tail feathers. I, I think it's it's neat. They're neat. We have goats that faint when you scare them. I mean, it's just funny. So I appreciate <laughs> the uh, animals that we have. Oh, take, I mean, they're like high-level care. Take the best care of them. But I could do without them. I mean, in a heartbeat. Like, I, it's not like I'm super attached to them. Don't, you know, we've had a dog a couple different times. It's been poor experiences. But here's the thing with dolphins. And this is why I have to say dolphins. Because I almost just... I almost abandoned my entire life to become a dolphin trainer because this is what happens to me when I go to a place where there's dolphin shows. I start thinking about how to to give up everything to be a dolphin trainer because when I watch those dolphins, (laughs) (laughs) when I watch them jumping up out of the water and doing their tricks, I start crying uncontrollably. I can't help myself. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. It's so majestic. And just beautiful that my eyes just start pouring. And I'm like, that's it. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I told Charlotte the very last time, this was like two year, a year ago, two years ago, this happened, Indianapolis Zoo, Dolphin Show, I looked Charlie dead in the face, and I was like, I think we're moving here, and I'm gonna become a dolphin trainer. <laughs> so, yeah, that's so funny, that's definitely mine, I had it in my head before you even said it, I can't believe it. I think I say dolphin because they're social and they live in packs, but I, we live in a place where we see dolphins on the regular, like, all the wow. time. Like, like, literally, Lydia and I were at the beach the other day, and we were in the water, and a dolphin was feet from us. Like, it just, we see them all the time. Oh they my, see, you know, the this is, There's, I'd lose my mind. I'd get real stupid. I'd go crazy. Yeah. I mean, and it's so, it's fun. I mean, it's still cool for us, and we see them all the time. But it's even more fun when, like, people are from out of town, and they're like you. Like, oh, my God! Yeah, I go and crazy. it's fun. Like, Keith and I were walking in this one area the other night, and we heard these two little boys with their dad, and they're like, we're looking for sharks. And the dad was like, I don't think we're going to see sharks. And just a couple minutes later, we saw a dolphin bin. And so we were like, hey, we just saw a dolphin. And they were so excited. So it's so fun to just watch everybody's reaction. Like, a dolphin, nobody ever looks at a dolphin and goes, ugh. Like I do when, like, a dog is too close to me. So I think everyone always rejoices when a dolphin's around. Yes, you're right. they're kind of elusive and they're sweet and they are smart and, like, all the things that people want to be and bring to something. Like, I think that. Yeah. I think we're dolphins, to be honest. I just think we people are. People want to be around us. And people get excited when, when they see us. When people, <laughs> des- when people describe me, they say... She's sweet and fun to be around, and people get so excited when she comes in, into the room. Like, that's how people describe that is the, me. That is actually the exact words they use, word for word. <laughs> this is the funniest dolphin story I've ever heard. I'm, I think this was on Jimmy Fallon. It was, like, one of his hashtags about summer vacations or something. Or, like, things my parents told me that were lies or something. I don't remember exactly where. And I could be totally uh-huh. wrong on the reference even, but... This girl said that for her entire childhood, when they would go to, like, a fishing pier or something, and, and that's where I've seen dolphins, like, more than anything, is that when we go fishing on piers right. and stuff, sure. that her mom told her that they were mechanical dolphins, that, yeah. <laughs> that, the, that the pier, like, supplied to, like, encourage people to be there and to fish and to, like, basically trick people into thinking that there were a lot of fish. Because if you see dolphins and that makes you think there's a lot of fish, so then you want to fish there. And she believed it for, like, her entire, like, into adulthood. And then it was, she was, he was saying, like, she was, like, adamantly telling, like, a group of friends or something that. And they were like, you're, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> Mechanical oh. dolphin. Yeah really sad people are gullible i'm gullible I, that's something i believe but i shouldn't talk about people being gullible but anyway uh-huh. okay go ahead i'm ready for it got any more okay here's another here's another really serious one okay would you rather be a bowling champion or a curling champion oh man is bowling in the olympics no but but um, Heath and I did watch the women's NCAA bowling championship the other day. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a college. It's a college sport. Oh, I did know that because my college and my Moorhead State that I graduated from has a championship team. 
I was. Feeling. I saw them on the list. Yeah. I oh, saw yeah. them on the list. Yeah, yeah. They listed them, or maybe I Googled it, because I was like, who has a bowling team? And oh, yeah. I think it gave the top whatever teams, and I think I remember seeing it on there. Yep. I got to go yeah, with curling, because it's one of my life dreams that if I wasn't a fat kid, I would have wanted to be in the Olympics. Yeah. 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 I'm crazy. I think I you think, are, too. I, I get stupid I think, about the Olympics. So as soon as you said that, all I thought, all I heard was Olympics. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think curling gives the opportunity for, you know, not the, I'm not saying they're not athletes, but, you know, the the different body types to be able to participate. Yeah. Wasn't it like yeah, the gold medalists were just like a group of dads or something? Like they didn't really, they weren't even really oh, athlete, no. super yeah. athletic? Yeah. So on that whole thing, like we just had this discussion the other day because it's World Cup time and my family is super into soccer. So we've been World Cupping and, um, but we began to discuss what actually makes something a sport. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's always that thing. Is cheerleading a, a sport? It's like, what truly makes something a sport? Like, there are things that are considered sports that, okay, because my brother-in-law says they're considering making video gaming an Olympic sport. Olympics? I don't know. Yes, uh... I don't understand. I don't, I, I don't know. Like, when I look at something like bobsledding, that's totally different. It takes all this whatever Strategery. and I pair it next to curling like there's a difference in athletic ability like what classifies something as a sport I don't even I don't know where to go with that yeah I can't where, I, you know I don't know that we're going to answer that world problem tonight yeah. uh, maybe your your 1200 listeners can help us with that because yeah. I just we just need to kind of sum it up like you know it's my husband was like, well, athletic ability. But some sports, I just, I mean, I just question right. <laughs> how much I can't athletic get behind. ability. I cannot. Like bowling, like bowling. Like <sighs> I feel like bowling doesn't take a whole lot. I'm not saying it doesn't take skill. It takes skill, yeah, but as far right. as being athletic, strength, speed, yeah. agility, things like that, I yeah. I don't so I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave that open for you know another, open for comments. You know people can comment on their marriage questions and <laughs> on what qualifies something as a sport. Is video it gaming is, a sport? Um, it's a philosophical question that needs to be answered. Yeah, I can't get behind video gaming in the Olympics. I'll tell you that right now. The Olympics uh, is a sacred no, is a sacred thing, and I don't want video gaming to be any part of it. Get out of there. <laughs> I'm with you. And also on this same Olympic topic, just to let you know that um, every time the Olympics comes around, my husband um, has decides he's going to participate in the next Olympics. Oh, what's he doing um, this time around? So we literally get texts like, how's he feeling? <laughs> what does he think is going to be his next sport choice? Oh, my gosh. Uh, when he lives. When we lived in Florida and he was going to the University of Florida, he even went to diving practice. <laughs> no, I can't with him right now. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, just to qualify, my husband is very athletic. Yeah, he, he could do it, probably, athletic. if he put his mind to it. He got but four. He, he, 
I mean, especially video gaming's in there. I think he'll <laughs> yeah. pull it out. But yeah. I mean, he is pushing forty at this point. The next Olympics, he will, you know, he'll be forty. So I just don't know that uh, trampolining is in his future. But um, I admire, I admire the fact that it's always on his horizon. Um, this is awesome. But yeah. Gosh, the Olympics you can takes ask me about that next month. This is this is this is what Olympics does to me. I don't care about sports. I like honestly, the, the uh, Super Bowl comes around, and you could ask me three days before, and I'd be like, I don't even, I don't, I don't even know who's in it. I have no idea. Uh, right, right now, I love watching soccer. I just and when it's on, I do watch it, but it's not something that I really follow. Baseball, I love watching baseball. Don't follow it. I, I'm like the least competitive person in the world. I could really could care less one way or the other. But except for the when the Olympics come on, I'm a maniac. I'm at the TV an inch yeah. away from it, screaming like, "You better pull! You better go!" <laughs> I know, and I just feel like I'm reacquainted with old friends when the Olympics come on. Yeah. Like, Here you, I haven't seen you in four oh years. Gosh, like, you look so good. So good to see you, and you brought and you brought new people with you. Like, yeah. I just feel like. <laughs> Yeah, I just can't. You know I what you it. do? We need it. a plan. I can't watch half of it because I spend my whole time completely nervous. Oh, yeah. And watching through my fingers, but yeah, it's yeah. just, it's important. And I always, it's just like the heartstring stories about people oh. from these countries that have nothing. And then they, I don't know, it's just all too much. It's just, and then the Paralympics, holy crap. Like, I can't my, do that. That makes me too sad. It's hard. It's too much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one more and then you All do right. one more okay. since I started. Okay, that's fair. Uh, okay. okay. If you were in solitary confinement for six months, how do you stay sane? How do you maintain your uh, sanity? Six months. Oh my gosh. I can't even think about it. It almost makes my head spin off. I'm I'm decently um, extroverted. So I'm not quite sure. Now my daughter would shrivel up and die. She would die within about less than 24 hours. She yeah. would totally die. Yeah, my She's dear. the most extroverted person on the planet. So she would literally self-implode. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know. I would have to have food or something. I don't. If you get food when you're like, I don't even know how it works. Um, I don't know. I don't think I would stay sane. I don't think I would. I would. I I talk to myself anyway. Like when I, I'm on long car trips and stuff, I, I have a radio show that I talk to. Um, I can't believe I just said that out loud on here. But I um, I don't think I would stay sane. I think I would talk to myself. I think I would create other personalities. I think it would be nasty. I don't. I don't think I could. See, I'm I'm total opposite. I'm napping for the first three months, solid. Like I'm just, I'm waking up to sleep and use the bathroom, and then I'm sleeping. I mean, at least two to three months, solid, straight through. As long as the, you're right, like as long as the last three months, if I could have like my tablet or access to like Netflix or something like that. And I, I could easily binge, you know, multiple TV series, movies, and everything, and just it. You know what? This, I've been this just this high level of just 
mania with my life for so many years, it would probably take me at least six months to come down off of it. <laughs> so, to me, yeah. that sounds like kind of a dream come true. But maybe, I don't, I don't know, maybe a month I'd be like, alright, I'm done. But, I don't know. It would be yeah. hard. It would be crazy. I mean, I definitely... I mean, I can nap and I can binge some Netflix, that's for sure. But six months is... Uh, I mean... Like, we would, if we started in January, we'd just be coming off of it. Like, that yeah. is hard to believe that you would have zero contact with anybody. I just, mm, uh, mm, nope. I would go insane. I would. Yeah. I Maybe would. because I, I kind of operate, like, my days, I, other than the, obviously, like, my client, my patients and stuff, I mean, there are definitely days that the only people that I have contact with are, like, my kids, my sitters, and my patients. I mean, like, weeks, actually. <laughs> so, I don't have a lot of contact with many people anyway. <laughs> so, maybe that's why I'm, like, sure, I'm uh, basically living in solitary confinement already. So, it doesn't feel too far off for me. <laughs> anyway. Then you wouldn't have the chickens. You would have no chickens. I know. No pretty roosters. Oh. Okay. Aww. All right. What's your last one? Let's hear it. Oh. Um, oh, gosh. Sorry, I wasn't prepared. Um, okay. Would you rather know the uncomfortable truth of the world or believe a comforting lie? I don't even know what that means. What is... <laughs> <laughs> the uncomfortable truth of the world? <laughs> like, if you, knew, if you knew a truth about the world that was so uncomfortable and didn't make you feel good would you yeah. rather know that or would you rather just believe a lie about the world that um, makes you feel good i mean it would have to be a pretty devastating truth like like maybe if i knew that the world was flat like if that was the thing and it's really <laughs> like we've been telling you this lie just to keep you comfortable <laughs> or yeah, like, like that or like nobody actually has been to the moon we're gonna we've been telling you this lie your whole life. Um, uh, well, I, 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 if I have to keep it a secret, I don't want to know, and I want to know this. I won't tell me the lie. But if I can tell everybody, and it, and just everybody gets to know whatever I know, and I don't seem crazy because I'm telling some, saying something. I mean, I'll take the uncomfortable truth. I think I'd rather. So, if you have to keep it a secret, you want the lie. Yeah, yeah. If you can tell it, you want the truth. Yeah. I can't. I can't handle that kind of information. I love how I love how quickly you came up with the truth and a lie. <laughs> like that's pretty impressive. Like I was like, what's an example? I don't really. I don't know that maybe the world's gonna end. I don't. But you were like, oh, that. Like you already knew the world's flat. Like you know that we don't know it. Listen, I have something to tell you. <laughs> Today's the day. That I mean, I know that and is it really true we haven't been to the moon because the guy he works for thinks that we haven't so i just need to know you know what i'm gonna be honest right. with you i'm not totally committed to the fact that we have i'm not 100 percent. i don't want to be like oh a, my gosh have you watched the like astronauts wives club did you watch that mini series have you watched people reproduce movies where there's giant aliens i mean come on i, I Sorry, but Astronauts Wives Club has me totally convinced, and I loved it. I loved it. Is that a se- like a TV series on Netflix or something? 
it was a mini series. It was on like NBC, I think. I don't, I, I don't know if you can find it, but I loved it. It was so engaging. Okay, well, I'll watch it. I'm always up to watch anything or get a new information, but I just feel like <laughs> I've watched too many like FBI, CIA. We don't know anything that's going on. Listen, I had this patient who worked <laughs> for. Uh, like some secret government, something top secret. He didn't care. He was old. He was telling me all this stuff. He probably shouldn't have been told me. But um, he said, and maybe he's, he might have had dementia and like maybe this isn't real. But what he told me was that there are lasers that are invisible that can shoot planes down out of the sky. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought that was just like a... Like, people made jokes about that kind of stuff. And he was like, no, I'm serious. Like, if there was a laser, if it was going and you walked through it, it would cut you in half. What? There's all kinds of stuff going on in our world, in our government, that we don't know anything about. So I wouldn't put past them to fabricate Look, some moon landing story. If the CIA stories. shows up on your doorstep tomorrow, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> sure, man. Here comes solitary confinement right now. <laughs> I know. You just uh, put that out for twelve hundred people, uh, ma'am, ma'am. Um, we're uh, we just uh, happened to stumble across your podcast, and we're we got a few questions for you. <laughs> oh my you, gosh! Exactly. Where did you get that information from? I feel like it's some I'm old guy. You, some old guy in Fairboard. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. You really might have just done yourself in. Oh my gosh! I always say stuff. Who cares? Come and get me. Look, can you take me somewhere where I can take a nap for a month or two? I'm cool. <laughs> I got some Netflix to catch up on. Right. Send somebody to take care of my kids and do whatever you want to do. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. oh, what do you think? You want to know the truth or the lie? What are you doing? Oh. Um, I like your answer. I might go with you on that. Yeah. I don't know if I could keep it a secret. I know I couldn't. I don't... Whatever it was, if it was the truth or a lie, I don't think I could keep it a secret. Yeah. I think I would have to tell a couple people that I would hope would then keep it that a secret, too. But I, for sure, whatever it is, couldn't keep it to myself. No, no, no. I don't... I don't like... I like to speak truth, and I don't like to keep lies. So, either way around it, this question isn't so good for me. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, I know that what everybody wanted was to learn more about us. People were just like bugging me. Oh, we want to know more about you, Samantha and Jill. I was like, yeah, just wait. (laughs) Okay, it's coming. Uh, Nobody. Actually, nobody said that at all. But um, so there you go. You learned a lot about us. We talked about a whole random slew of topics, everything from dolphins to solitary confinement to the earth being potentially flat so i mean we covered a lot and of curling and curling olympics we just covered a lot of really in, in, crucial topics so uh yeah anything else jill you got any closing thoughts or thanks for being yeah, on I again i'm excited i definitely think that next month when we have to talk about serious stuff like marriage i definitely have boosted my credibility oh absolutely yeah i mean it's mm-hmm. People are really going to take you seriously now, so. And they're going to want to know about Heath's athletic endeavors, so. Yeah, I need to know, I need to know about all of the Olympic sports he's trying to pursue (laughs) and how he's panned out, because I especially want to know about the diving skills. (laughs) (laughs) 
my gosh, I love it. He's pretty amazing. He's pretty amazing. Yeah, so be looking, I guess, like right around the beginning of August, be looking, we'll be back on with Jill and her husband, Heath. And so I'm going to put out some feelers, get some questions, get some scenarios maybe, and we'll kind of go through. She, I know a couple episodes ago I talked about and I asked the question like, what what's the what's the key basically or what's your what are you doing in your marriage or what are you how are you making your marriage last for more than five or ten years with the divorce rates being 50 to 60 percent um you know nationwide what are people doing to make their marriages last i did get a couple of responses that i'll also share and then jill's going to share with us you just heard she's pushing 20 years so she's pretty well got it on lock i mean it's pretty well taken care of so she's got For all sure. that. She's and been... no topic is off limits. We'll no. talk about anything from sex to porn. To, I mean, anything. We'll yeah, talk about it bring all. it on. Listen, we'll talk about anything. Anything goes on this channel. Bring it. Um, bring it. So, yeah, we'll do that. We'll be back in about a month with her. I've got upcoming, like I mentioned, I've got upcoming. Um, my next guest is a, a, a friend of mine that I really kind of grew up with. We rode the same bus all through, like, elementary and middle school and stuff. And she actually ended up marrying one of my best friend's brothers. And we, we hadn't really kept in touch much, but she contacted me. She's ha- She has a lot of um, really good topics that she wanted to, to get on and share about. And then next week, I've got my first man, my first male guest. It's actually Katie, who was on and talked about... Um, some like she talked about internet privacy and then she also talked about like protection and when you're on with your kids and internet and Alexa and all those different times. And then we talked about some current events and, and kind of went through some different things in the news. But her husband, Dan, is going to be on next week and he is um, he has some really interesting things he's wanting to talk about and I'm excited to talk to him. He gets the title of first male guest. Tell Heath he gave that up. So that's his own fault. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we'll be back with that, and uh, it'll be exciting. And, uh, as always, I mean, this is just, just super, super exciting with this podcast. I'm loving it. Um, as and, and as my daughter would say, I'm not being artastic. I'm being serious. <laughs> I really, really <laughs> enjoyed it. Mommy, are you being artastic? Uh, sarcastic? Yes, always. Um Anyway, all right. Thanks for all for listening, and uh, I'll see you the next time. Bye.